Well, hello, welcome back to the to train to well, welcome. You're asleep in your bunk. Uh, I guess I didn't realize I, I fell asleep too. So that was nice. Um, now as we're really in a, a really spectacular position here, because if you look out your window at you and we're having breakfast, uh, some holiday themed breakfast right at this table here. Yeah, come on and have, hop up. Uh, yeah, you can pick from the menu and just point to whatever you wish, and and we'll we'll have it brought right over. And the train did keep moving all night. We've just stopped it, or it's barely moving now because the sun is rising. And the sun is rising again on another area of the park that is uh, we're really excited about. And you could see that's our wooden roller coaster outside the window. It's a real, now it's, well, it isn't, well, it's a, uh, so there's good news, great news, and amazing news about this wooden roller coaster. Uh, but particularly looking through the stanchions and uh, watching the sun rise behind it and kind of change the colors of it. And it is painted in that kind of, uh, I'd call it a Tom Sawyer painting a fence, like, but I don't know that story that well. Uh, kind of color on the stanchions there. But the great news is that this roller coaster is actually built and refurbished from three roller coasters around the globe uh, that unfortunately had, like, uh, they were resting and they, their parks were not to be ever returned to operations. And so we, we, you know, and Santa said, huh, like, uh, these people don't deserve coal. And maybe the, what can we rehab? And so we've been refurbishing what we could and retaining what we can. And the power, you know, some of this lumber is really well, really well handled. And so this is coaster was designed. Now it is influenced by some of the better wooden roller coasters. Now this is where it takes its inspiration from the past and the future. It is not a traditional wooden roller coaster. If you if you've been on a more modern one, it the track itself is not is. Uh, so we're using the stanchions, wooden stanchions, but it is a metal track. And it is one of these ones so the roller coaster can roll and loop, loop de loop, and all sorts of things, which is a lap bar in a wooden coaster type train. And it does have the dueling track effects too. And yeah, we visited a lot of parks. Oh, you say how do well we have we we can we can go we 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 have our ways. Uh, particularly Santa just calling and and renting the park out for the day is normally how we do it, and then signing NDAs. Also, being on the you know naughty list uh, helps, or staying off it. You see, if any report you know, if anyone finds out your park was filled with North Pole elves. Uh, so that is exciting, and it's just one of their favorite things to do here is just watch the sunrise over that. Isn't that nice and calming? 
And this section is the carnival section of the park. It is celebrating a winter-style carnival. I don't know if we went here last time, uh, but it is uh, a real part of, a really exciting part of the park, in in my opinion. We also have, uh, if you you move to the left a little bit, a giant pet we call it the peppermint wheel it's uh it is a, a ferris wheel but you'll notice uh and we don't think anyone has done this before and we know that uh the uh even even the big parks we think this is a first and it is based on uh north pole technology but you notice you can only see the top three quarters of the Ferris wheel, correct? Uh, that is not due to perspective of where we are. The lower third of the thing is uh, part of a dark ride. And so, uh, the, like, uh, the dark ride actually goes through. So the cart comes off and then goes on to the Ferris wheel. And so it's a bit of a... It's a bit of an interesting thing because you're not just circling around you, and and it is one of the largest. If it was a free, if it was freestanding, it would be the largest Ferris wheel in the world. And when you're at the top, you could see beyond the park. Uh, you could see many, many mountains, and and of course, it's not complete. Uh, I realize that, but I'm, I'm using my imagination to project what it'll be like one day. But, uh, so there's going to be a dark ride, uh, that talks about, again, we're going into the kind of layout and some of the actual, like, functioning of the where, now it doesn't reveal everything about the North Pole, but I know you went on that tour a year or two ago, uh, where you got to see some of the living areas and some of the working areas of the North Pole, and so this will kind of go through that, but in a kind of a theme of a day in the life type theme. So there is a story. I can't give too much of it away, but it'll be exciting and it'll be very surprise. I'm sure it'll be leak out, uh, but we even will be working. In, so some people may arrive at the park and they say, oh, didn't realize it was a ride and a Ferris wheel. And the reason we made the Ferris wheel so long is so that you still get the Ferris wheel, full Ferris wheel experience. We've actually timed other Ferris wheels at parks, at large parks, to say, okay, that is the time that people really start to enjoy uh, that. And it is also a part of the story uh, that uh, they may still be working on the story. And they say, well, we can't tell you everything. But they said they could tell me. That uh, you'll be you'll your expectations will also be subverted in a positive way. So you may think you're going to get on the. There may be other effects that make you think you're starting on the. uh, Like I don't know if it's a fake out, but so that you're still feeling some sense of surprise. And I would assume some elation when you actually are rising up. I think they would probably do it with the smoothness. I hear this is a very smooth ride, so that you probably wouldn't even, the part where you rise up, we probably won't even realize it. Uh, 
till you're already rising up. Uh, so I guess I did spoil that part, but you won't know. So you won't know. Like, that's the best part. I could spoil it because you won't know when you're rising up. That's part of the effect uh, built in is by them doing something to make you think you're rising up. Uh, then you associate those emotions with the actual rising up of a, a Ferris wheel. Because it's just like a little mini. It's a Ferris wheel within a Ferris wheel. Okay, I really spoiled it there. But I couldn't wait. So within the dark ride of a Ferris wheel is a miniature Ferris wheel to give you a little mini thrill. Uh, but actually to make you think you're going out, that it's the start of so Oh, I, I, when I saw the model, I said, wait a second. Is that a Ferris wheel within the Ferris wheel ride? And they said, it is. Uh, and they said, you're going to go on a Ferris wheel inside of te- technically you're not inside but you're on you're technically on the ferris wheel ride and they said yes uh, that is true and i said well that is exciting that is something i'm very very excited about then uh and so sh- I mean, sh- you should still be excited because again th- there's that's not the only secret of the ride or two secrets those are just the most important ones probably that i wasn't supposed to but, you know, they wouldn't tell me these things if they didn't want it out in the world. Now, another unexpected ride, again, that kind of goes with this carnival theme is like, oh, so there is uh, super slides. You can kind of see those. Those are actually just traditional super slides. Uh, uh, I mean, it's kind of painted to be like snow and they're humongous, Uh and we're, they're working on capacity for those things. And it may be changed, but we said, let's say, why not have super slides or fun slides? So they're just one, they're still doing tests. But the, so that one is actually a rented one or bought one. It, again, we will be building one or multiples of one. And it may be so. So the the super slides. Then you have your drop tower again, a very standard thing uh, that has been imagined and reimagined. And we're doing the outside inside, which could become. Uh, um, I guess it's you say. Well, then is that repetitive? Because we're also doing it with the. the uh, well, we're doing it a different way, so so I guess that's what I'll say is that uh, uh, well, I can review all the tri- some of the tricks we're doing for you because you see four drop towers, right? And you say, okay, that makes sense for maybe they're ha- that's for a capacity that they have four separate drop towers. Wow, the line's going to move really fast, and we say, well, it will move fast because we have a huge capacity, but. Uh, Oh, also the so the 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 Ferris wheel goes from inside to outside. So this one is kind of the opposite. It goes from outside to inside, and it is not a dark. It is a dark ride, but it's a it's a a thrill ride. Of course, it's a drop tower, uh, but it's also so much more. Which again, like it, like they use the term story coaster. And you'd see, is this a coaster or not? Uh, and we expect this will be in very high demand. And if you were to look closely, if you were some sort of engineer, 
you'd say, oh, that looks like a drop tower. It's constructed like a drop tower, but I can see that it's actually some sort of track uh, with switches and stuff. So you start outside for a traditional d- dark ride. Uh, okay, so, so actually I'm counting wrong, but, but anyway, it doesn't matter. The towers, so you get to go up the tower two different times. Once at the beginning of the ride, you just go, what's a simple uh, tower ride, correct? And you go back, uh, you go up, and then you go back down. But you, of course, go through, uh, you go down, down. And then, so when you're going down, that's your actual lift hill for the beginning of the ride. And it actually goes through not this land, but the next land uh, that we'll be talking about in a few moments. Uh and the next land is actually in what would be another park, uh, our second gate, if you will, if, 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 if all this comes to plan. And you go around, then you do some stuff inside, and then you go up the other tower again. You get held up there, you know, for a little free-fall action, and then you go back down. Then there's one, you know, then you think it's over again. Then there's one last thrill, of course, and then you exit. So that's exciting. We're also going to have, you know, like, of course, uh, snacking and eating will be a big part of this area. There will be a carousel. And we don't we have we don't have a carousel or modeled yet. Again, that is an area of consternation a little bit with deciding Again, do we purchase one? Do we purchase pieces or parts? Or do we try? Because, like, even uh, Mrs. Gloss was here. She said, uh, after she saw the models for those two different rides we just talked about, she said, uh, how many times are you going to reinvent the wheel? Do you need to reinvent the wheel with the carousel? And, you know, we did say no, but we did say, well, no, but... uh, so what I think is going to happen is that there will be some sort of carousel experience. Uh, or this is, again, okay, I guess this is, so it'll be a light-up carousel uh, so that you could experience it during the day or at night in two different ways, or you could just watch it. So it will be a themed music. So, so I guess the carousel is decided. It's just uh, the construction. This isn't finalized, but it's going to be. How could you say no to these ideas? So the carousel will be its own light show that'll go off at scheduled times. Well, basically at night when people are riding it. Uh, And so it'll be themed to music that'll also be piped out of the carousel. That's another thing that's consternation as well. Why can't we have mechanical music versus uh, recorded music on speakers? And then, like, I guess it was, like, Santa and some of the, the other, they said, well, we could have both, but the has to, the, you have to actually be able to experience the real being played music. Uh, and then I said, what about a real orchestra? Uh, and then someone said, every single night. Uh, and I said, well, a mechanical orchestra and a real orchestra. 
live music. Uh, it could it could be a multitude of things. And they said, okay, we'll put that on the board because they said you could have like a person playing electronic music or. And they and then I said, then it could be recordings, you know, the live. And they said, wait a second, you might be onto something. That was a dream I had, but I did submit that idea. I think it's a pretty good idea. So when you're on there, though, like uh, this is where the engineering is going to be powerful, especially at night, but also during the day. Uh, all the other buildings just surrounding it at a distance and close up. Uh, during the day, there's actual animations you'll be able to see that will be moving as you're going on the carousel, if you're paying attention to that. Otherwise, you could just enjoy the park and the people and the daytime music. But at night, it'll be a fully immersive uh, like uh, light show with holiday lights. So, so, And again, it will have snow, you know, all the effects you would kind of expect uh, so all the other buildings will have dancing lights themed to the music, very layered and impressive and full of surprises within surprises. And hopefully they're scheduled to change, you know, so that if you come back a year or two later, you say, wait a second, I didn't know that was going to happen. Whoa, boy. So uh, you, if you're on the carousel, you could also be enjoying the light show. You're just enjoying it from a different seat, uh, if you will. So that's going to be exciting. I, I, I like. Uh, I just hope it gets approved because they said there, de, like, there is some debate uh, about it uh, or building it from the ground up. So uh, where where was I? I? Oh, I was so excited about that carousel. So we're we're moving away from this area again. And did you know that uh, this train has lights like that on it? Will be this train will be a part of the show. Uh, so that's exciting, uh, but uh, you can't see any of that. So we're pa- we're passing through a little tunnel. We're actually passing through what they call in the par. We're passing through two, as they call it in the parlance of parks, two berms, uh, which is exciting. And then we're going to go over a. But so we now we're going over a bridge, uh, so that pedestrian traffic can cross below us. Uh, and, of course, again, the kinetic motion, so you're seeing water flowing, all the rules that I don't, you know, I'm not trained in this stuff. I'm, you know, I'm a fan, clearly. I'm a guide. But all all the water flowing, you have so sculptures and uh, what are those things called that, like, uh, like uh, those mobile, mobile mobiles or mobile mobiles. Those a lot of those are powered by the sun or the wind, and they're supposed to be symbolic. Uh, a lot of some of it's just art, which not always is symbolic. I'm told, but uh, so I don't know. So now we're crossing through the other berm, and we're gonna you're gonna feel us going around. Now this is a big reveal, so that's why it's just dark. Uh, but there should be some building music normally. But now you're gonna see uh, what uh, well you would see. It's not there yet because again another consternation point. Uh, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be because Santa does not want to use the word castle. And they say, well, the castles have already been used in, in those kind of things in other parks, but it is expected 
in some sense because we said, well, what is it at, like? Because uh, then some people pitched like an ice something, but what it will be is a place for a now to be very large because sometimes they do these in a way that's just not where so anyone could stay here that's visiting it'll be a hotel and believe it or not all the hotels will be within the the the, the grounds of either of our two parks once it's a full we, we reach full build out as they say i'm told that uh that's why another reason for the three-dimensional buildings. So you might be even staying in fake, like, I think there's even a hotel in those fake mountains or hotel rooms. But this will be the largest hotel. It's just not decided if it'll be a castle or not. Because uh, we said, well, what else would it be? Just a fancy hotel. No one wants to come to the North Pole. We we said we will have a fancy hotel, so that will be like a a fancy hotel, but it'll look like a chalet. But but, but no one wants to, you know some something. And they said, well, you can't do modern, but you will have a beautiful vista of it right now, as we kind of curve around. Now we're at a far distance, and a lot of the elements are going to seem very familiar. That's why there's hasn't been. It, well, at least in my mind, because I guess I don't have area of, uh, like, this will be, the, the other tour was more patchwork to have surprises, since this is, the park is much earlier on. Yeah, that, because uh, again, the castle, the, this one is not as, this is kind of a more unified theme is what they're thinking. And again, the other park was designed first, and then they came up with the idea. They, they, everyone was so happy. They said, well, let's do – we need two parks. Uh, we said, well, the first park's not – but, of course, everybody that was involved said, okay, sure. And they said, well, what's the idea here? And uh, it's a, a total immersion. So this park, you're supposedly – like, even though it's a fictional immersion into the world of being an elf, which, again, the other park w was already designed. So we were just kind of, a, it, there's no joy of the North Pole is the unify, was always a unifying theme. Uh, or what would you be joyful to come, what do you expect to, to do at a park at the North Pole? So we, did, we had more of a, a unifying theme might seem disjointed. It's not. Where this one, it is unified. Uh, so, it, again, there's probably going to be some overlap, but very early stages. Uh, so that you can imagine yourself, w w however you decide, you could imagine yourself as an elf or as a guest of the elves uh, in Santa Claus. And so the, we have a street. Now, our street's a little bit different in the fact that it'll go to the castle, as they say, but that it's a two-way street. So you can come in through the other park, or you could come in through this train eventually. Uh, you could come in through through some gondolas, uh, or you could just walk uh, from park to park. And again, we're not masking our influences or anything we're trying to build upon those, but I do feel a little stuck with this one because it is more 
But we say, okay, well, you go to the other parks, and it's just kind of expected. You see, there's usually a long street. Uh, and this one, it, now, the, one of the differences is we will be working. And, again, we have a little bit of a luxury, right? We, we're a n- different type of niche. And our fund, you know, obviously our funding, uh, you know, we're less accountable to uh, investors. So our funding is much structured much differently. Still has to be sustainable. Uh, but a lot, we can do a lot of reinvestment uh, where so, so this isn't meant as a criticism or an indictment or anything of other park creations. But so this park will be. Okay, so this street will be very, not just themed like you're a guest of an elf or an elf in in what uh, will be an idealized central hub of an elven village. And it'll be themed around different, like, now every day, it could be repetitive, uh, but... but uh, you know things like the the the, the like uh, we say something similar to the Czech phrase "dobry den," which I don't know if you know what that means, but it means like uh, kind of like uh, "good day to you" or more more or less. Uh, so a lot of like uh, greeting and worker performers instead of just workers and people almost everybody working in this area in the whole all of the parks will be trained in improvisation and guest satisfaction and boundary setting and assertiveness and i gotta tell you to to just back up to this creation of these parks and that it is a consternation is that the excitement of the people that want to be involved in these projects or work at them is most one of the more important things for me because what I've seen is that uh, some of the you know you know as our mission at the North Pole has changed over the past two hundred years or so, and the balance of reality and myth and actual you know you you've probably heard some of the you know history reports like I said on that night podcast or whatever. Or, you know, those famous uh, soap opera and As the North Pole Turns covered uh, some of it. It fictionalized, but not that, you know, based in the truth of uh, different uh, how we've tried to adjust. Uh, but so that's also left to certain generations, the younger generations, to say, well, I don't know, you know, this is for me. But, you know, maybe I'll do, you know, and, and this has gotten a lot of people engaged because they say, oh, this is a path. uh a working past for me. And this would be something I would really be excited to do. And so we really think that's important. And again, there'll be like a lot of, uh, oh, to get back to this uh, street. Uh, and again, it will be familiar. Uh, we are heavily in- influenced, uh, but it'll be from an Alvin perspective. So there'll be a lot more things you might not expect. So I don't want to talk too much about it, but there's going to be shops, more eateries than shops, and sitter, like places to sit uh, so that people feel like uh, there's like this atmosphere of rest uh, combined with motion so that you could step away from the motion and sit down 
in that it's almost encouraged. Uh, so you'll see that our second stories, this is one thing I can point out, uh, all have balconies. They're all accessible by guests. Uh, now, they usually also include, you know, even if it's a casual, you know, drink or something, and also some common courtesy, we have a way to remind people how long they've been at each table. We call them talking tables, uh, so that the tables themselves are reminding people, to, like, uh, it'll be funny and it'll be interesting. It may get on people's nerves, and, and again, they'll have to be properly maintained. But the table will vibrate every once in a while after you've been at a table for 15 minutes. And then after 30 minutes, they'll say, oh, well, I wonder if anybody else wants to look at the view. And it should have uh, some intelligence built in for the time of day and things. And also it'll know, uh, you know, when, you know, like who you are and stuff. That's all part of the park and you're agreeing to visit it. So we'll say, hey, Smith, uh, you know, don't be an agent, Smith. Uh, let somebody else sit down if you're done with your hot cocoa. And it, oh, here's the other thing. It will actually know how many tables are open in the area, so it won't bother you if there's plenty of open tables. Uh, and uh, so th- that's the other thing. It's not just meant to be. It's meant to, you know, assert things uh, and also to take a little pressure off of the the, 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 the performers. Uh, and you could tell the table if you want something. You say, hey, what do you got to, uh, we can use a refill on these hot cocos. And the table say, let me send it da- send it down. And of course, there'll be a lot of show kitchens and and you know you know those kind of things again heavily influenced uh, by things. Uh, and so okay, so then we'll get to again. This is not this is a very hub and spoke park. Uh, so it's very again influenced, and in then you'll come to the hotel at the center. And you'll start to notice that the hotel even acts as like, a, or well, I guess you can't see it because it's not built, but it'll also offer, like there'll be spokes of the hotel in some sense. Uh, so that'll sort of gradually go into the theming of each separate land. Again, we're using this very standard type model now. And two of the lands I want to cover uh, that we're going to go by in uh, the train, and now we're headed off uh, to the first land to the left. And we don't have a name for this land uh, yet, but it's going to be the land of elven fiction. And so this will celebrate uh, not just like... Uh, like I guess because we did, if you say, well, it's an, a land of adventuring, uh, but of elven adventures, and so we will have some of the. And the nothing has been kind of outlined here yet, uh, but that it, this that's the goal of this land is to say, okay, what are our favorite things that are non. You know, that aren't from the southern world, that we've consumed over generation after generation after generation, not just based on our service to the North Pole and the people of the world. Like the elf and the bear will probably be one thing. They were friends, uh, and, uh, you know, they had adventures together uh, in the great north. 
Maybe there'll be one about the lonely, you know, the the elf, the, 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 the one, of, maybe one of the great elves that uh, needed a break, like the loneliest elf or the elf that took a walk. Uh, those are myths that uh, that have worked their way down to you, but uh, you know about. But then they say that was one that kind of the idea said, well. Does anybody really want to hear about that? And we say, well, if we tell, like, tale well told or whatever, then, yeah, people want to hear about it if it makes them feel good. And they say, well, what kind of adventure is just walking around thinking about stuff? Uh, we said, okay, well, maybe not that particular tale then. Uh, we do plan. Now, this is, again, a little bit harder because of the popularity of a new snow person. But we do would like to have some sort of snow person show or snow person show and sh- shop restaurant together is kind of the model we're looking at where paying would be optional or seating. There'd be seating, restaurant seating and viewing seating. Because then they said, well, how many jokes could we write uh, if, if we serve snow cones, you know? And baked Alaska, they said, what about baked? And I said, what's, isn't that mashed, like dessert mashed potatoes or something, baked Alaska? I've never had it. And everyone said, well, I don't know either, but that's another thing. So that, that could be, that's a, that's a little bit closer, uh, to, to that, uh, and again, cause some of our myths have been used already, you say, oh, do we need something about some sort of mysterious uh, being? You know, for, we have those two from your myths, uh, but we call them humans, where you people call them, you know, uh, Sasquatches or Yetis or whatever. Uh, so we think that it could be that it could be really exciting, like uh, – like having a couple, maybe youth elves uh, that adventure out into the human world uh, and get caught up in the big city. Like, and they say, well, it's a big city. We don't like that. And we say, well, what about the big cities? Uh, so that is like a turning point right now where, where there's some discussions going on. Maybe that's two separate attractions then. Because then maybe we could have these youthful, that could be in a ride, uh, like a story. They say, okay, so we have a story, like two youth or three youth, uh, elf youth. Uh, and they say, maybe, and again, maybe some of this I'm recording so I could pitch it later. But I say, what, I think this is an idea. This hasn't, so we take the, the kind of lonely elf that took a walk, but we make it more palatable kind of cloak the subtext in a couple of kids out there that uh, go to, and maybe they don't just go to the city. They have adventures in the human world. They learn lessons, but it's a thrill with rising stakes and all that. And then we do one where we do visit some of the human cities, uh, but, uh, I don't know what that would be either, but those could be adventures. But of course, we want to have some very elf, no human, you know, stuff without you humans in there. So, yeah, that's uh, something we're having trouble figuring out. Uh, and then having to figure it out uh, without it being where people would come and say, well, this is a total copy of uh, other parks. Because we want to have, I mean, again, you see, well, this is limiting because we want to have boat rides too. I mean, our other park, we say, okay, 
even though that's not as unified, we think we've got uh, something that's different and is plus most things. No offense, you know. But that one, we were kind of, you know, jumping without looking and saying, and more from of like, uh, so this has been tough. Uh, this is a tough design. So, but that's one, one land we're working on is the land of kind of elven fiction or elven myth. Uh, and again, we could take it in another direction, just go straight into the mythological stuff. And so that's one land. And then the other land that we're, we're now we've been driving through where you couldn't see anything because uh, they actually haven't even finalized some of the other parts of the park, the other lands. Because, again, we say, well, let's just focus. This is like our blue sky area, but let's make the best first park we can. I don't know. You know, elves, we have big ideas. That's how, you know, that's how the presents get delivered. Big ideas, small, but important, small work uh, is something somebody once said. But this, as you're going to see, is very familiar. It's also familiar spots. And again, Santa says, well, maybe they'll see it as a tribute. And I say, Santa, mega corporations don't see things as anything can't put them on the naughty list either but this i think santa's just profoundly impacted you know he is a human being like the rest of you which is a good thing good thing i'm not judging but this will be the future of, of uh, christmas's future then they say well is that too dickensian but then they said do you want to do a dickensian and we say no no this is an elven park uh but this will be the future of elves. Now, one of the things that, again, we said, what is, what are, now we don't have, it. we're still very early on the planning block here. But we also talk about the emotions, just like it kind of hinted at it in the other park is, uh, okay, when you th- when elves think about the future or people think about the future, it stirs strong feelings. So can that those strong feelings be some of the building blocks, the foundation, if you will, of this elven land of tomorrow or the t- Christmas tomorrow? And what if those strong feelings influence what is built upon it? So that would be like, what is our theme? What are we building here? And, and this is not unknown at this time. And we say, oh boy, well, that's a, that's a thing. Like, it's unknown at this time. And then you say, okay, well, what, is, what does it mean to, to build something when you're from a place of not knowing when you know you got to build something? We all had a hearty horror horror at that, at the old thing, you know, and, you know, Santa's bowl full of jelly laughed uh, with it. Uh, and I said, well, this is interesting. So what is the future of Christmas? And everyone looks around and they say, well, like uh, the future is tomorrow, today, the work we have to do today, and then the work we're planning on doing tomorrow. And then after that, but we, you know, we do plan for the long term around here as well as focusing on the presence. But of course, the future is always changing. And we've just seen it is like a, this is a tough subject to tackle unless you're constantly updating stuff or, again, you have this vision or you're agreed upon 
what do we, what do we want to, what, why, you know, why, well, why are we doing it? Because we want it to be fun. Okay. Fun springing out of these feelings of not knowing and uncertainty, though. So how do you have joy in that? And then what would be the unifying theme for that? And they said, well, what about like going into the future together? And we went down that one for a while, more instead of like in the planning, just like of like idea sharing. So, okay, well, if it was going into the future together, together elves and humans, together North Poleans, uh, or North Poles and, you know, humans that are invested in that, going into the future together as an entire planet and, you know, interrelated species. And then this is, okay, but how do we do that without being like uh, whatever that is? Is that didactic or uh, what's the other word where you're teaching something pedagogic? I don't know. Like, uh, like, is there a way to do that other than, you know, then it's like, okay, let's sketch out ideas. But it was like holding hands just get, we said, okay, holding hands. And then, and so it's really like a strange alley to go on. We said, going into the future together. And then we talked about that, and then everyone said, well, that brings up, like, uh, how, you know, love, and then uh, love friendship, love of lovers, love of family, love of uh, your work. So, I don't know, we're really digging deep to try to figure out, okay, well, what was it, like, how do we, of course, there's excitement, you know, about around the bolts and the nuts of things. We want to have a, a, some sort of exciting ride. We want to have uh, some sort of ride that kind of showcase, you know, another dark ride with surprises, like an unexpected one. We want to have one or two rides that everyone could go on together. And then, like, uh, some sort of atmosphere that supports that because, you know, shops and, and, and snacks and those kind of things. But we, we were like, okay, well, what is the future? Uh, we don't know. It was, so we said, okay, well, the future is remaining relevant. Uh, then what does that mean? And say, I don't, I don't, well, it means I want to hold somebody's hand. I got to stay relevant. Uh, well, that means hard work and planning. And we say, okay, well, that uh, isn't exciting either. And then we say, is there anything cool about any of this stuff that says, ooh, like lasers and shiny stuff? Uh, and all of us just sat there and scratched our heads. And then, again, we went to the thing of, like, uh, what would you say is, like, at the other parks, uh, their vision of the future and we say, well, at the one park, it's like the future's fun. Is there another way to describe it? Uh, it's not sleek anymore, a little bit sleek uh, and fun and goofy. Okay. What about some of the other places? Well, the future's like, uh, this is fiction of the future. Or is this, a, you know, oh, you're being immersed in this world. It's... Uh, and you say the future is modern. Okay, well, that's uh, kind of true and kind of untrue or visions of the future. None of those kind of work for us. 
So I guess as I'm saying this, I'm saying, well, like, uh, and I guess it just brings up like feelings of like the future of the North Pole tours, you know, because I'm just still working on giving these, but also trying to stay involved in the parks. And, uh, but they say, okay, well, so I think that's all we've agreed on for this future part of the park is that, uh, the foundation is the feelings. Then coming from the feelings is the, the, the idea. This is the only things that remained on the board, holding hands and, uh, together. So it was like, well, how do we build a modern version or a modern thing of uh, the North Pole. And then, one I mean, I will tell you just a one idea, but again, we've already got attractions like this in the construction phase. But one thing would be uh, like uh, that we think would be cool would be to like for the, because I get, I get we're almost, our train it can only go so slow. You know, we got to park at the station soon. But one of the things I, I think would be cool that we did talk about, because everybody said, well, we got to have some sort of, uh, like, you know, exciting attraction. And maybe this is where, and maybe, because we said, well, we already have a sleigh attraction at the other park, so we can't have one at this park. And then we said, why? It's two separate parks. And then they said, okay, well, what is your idea for the sleigh attraction? We said, well, what if there's like uh, this idea of the future together, but with the past uh, is like some sort of uh, thing we go on where it's a generational thing, whether it's coworkers or family members. And the kind of cue introduces the story of uh, that they were like, uh, you know, uh, North North Poles, uh, you know, elves that are, uh, one had worked on, you know, two or three type sleighs ago, or maybe, they're, you know, maybe they're communicating from the past somehow, or maybe they're, they're imbued in the attraction, I don't know. And they're like, this was the last great model of... Uh, you know, the Santa sleigh and it enabled us to go, the, you know, it, because there was, there is differences in, in the designs of the sleigh. And there was a time just like in the Southern world where it was like, you know, the muscle, muscle, you know, Santa wanted a muscle sleigh with power and speed and then some agility to get everything done. So they say, well, this was the good old days when we had this powerful sleigh. And then the other, more modern, but they're going together, right? Uh, it's playful. And they're saying, well, we have this uh, sleigh, you know, that's, uh, we're working on for the future. Or maybe there's three. There's the current version of the sleigh. And then you can kind of explain the technology again that could be explained. And then they can't, they, they, maybe they say, like, yeah, maybe that's it. So the third element is together. So, or maybe it's like, so, okay, so I think we have it. So then, the like, uh, there's a trickster, maybe there's a trickster, we do have a trickster god here, and that's not Santa Claus. But, so, there's a, maybe there's a trickster, 
type god or type figure that has a, that is a future person. I don't know if that's too much, but so the the two intergenerational people are kind of having a back and forth. They say, well, our slave's more modern, uses less energy, more sustainable, better for the world. But yes, it's less powerful, but it's more efficient. And actually the efficiency makes up for the power over time. And then you get to ride each one or so, somehow you ride each one or you go, they say, but they couldn't win a race. So it might be that this person's, they're both fixated on which one's the best. And then there's this hybrid future model they're working on. I don't know, it'd be interesting if there's a race. Uh, I don't know if that would work, though, if you got to choose, because you would probably go, like the guests would probably go on the third model. So that'd be interesting. But then that it becomes some sort of pickle that we get in that we all have to solve together by, like, hook. Yeah, I guess that would work. Uh, We hook all three slaves together. So we're almost there. Thank you for your help with that. I think that gets us, like, uh, partway to our, at least our attraction, our big headliner in this part of the park would be, yes, solving the problems of the past and the the present, uh, Sure, we're, we're we're individuals. Our egos get in the way. And uh, what is the technology of the future? How do we get there together? And, you know, I don't know. So we're almost there. Thank you for... I see you fell asleep again. That's nice. You might be resting. We have a long journey home, so get comfortable. Feel the rocking of the train as it gently rocks you off to dreamland. It's been so pleasant to have you uh, join us tonight on this tour. And I hope you have a wonderful season uh, and enjoy your holidays, however you celebrate them. You could always come back and come on this train any time of the year, but even this time of the year, and rest well from all of us at the North Pole and from that uh, Southern Sleep Podcast. Good night. All right, I want to thank everybody.